This is a topic that I have been dying to talk about, but I haven't found an expert yet until now. So we are going to dive into EMFs. EMFs are such a, it's such a hot button topic because I think a lot of us hear about EMFs. We know about it. We know about cell phone use. We know about the exposure when we're sitting in front of our computer. And for me, even just all the lights and my monitor and the computer and the phone and the microphone, everything, we're constantly being bombarded, but I don't think that we know how it affects our health on just such a, a deep, deep level and specifically the thyroid. Are you finally at your wit's end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. I've been building this team for years so that I could help you no matter where you are. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes, book a free application call. We're going to go over your current health situation, what worked, what hasn't worked, all the things. And then we will pair you up with the right program for you where we will do it all. You will come out the other side of the program, totally optimized, getting your life back. You're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound... Like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. So I decided to bring on my dear friend and colleague, August Bryce, because this is her jam. Let me tell you a little bit about her, but we are going to have just a kick-ass conversation today. August's passion is to bring mindfulness and balance to our relationship with technology. And I think that's really important because there has to be balance. She began her wellness journey over 25 years ago, 25 years ago, similar to mine, when as a young mother and a busy CEO of a successful advertising agency, she developed symptoms, which she later identified as electromagnetic sensitivity or ES. And then that began her journey to learn more and share what she learned with others. Her first videos on the subject were published over a dozen years ago. She's a patent holder, damn girl, along with Dr. Carlo on a device designed to protect users from the RF radiation put out by our smartphones. Unlike most other sites dealing with these topics, Tech Wellness, which we're going to send you to, which I have purchased a ton from, vets all posts through a panel of world-renowned experts and independently purchases and test products that claim to offer protection. August's mission is to be a trusted resource for people searching for balance with their technology. And I'm going to add on one more thing right before I turn it over. I am so grateful that she vets all of the products. And I'm so grateful that I can feel confident purchasing from Tech Wellness because I know personally, I have been on a million different sites of EMF protection. I have purchased things, one of them being this blanket that's laying on my floor that does nothing except send the EMFs back to me. <laughs> it's so confusing out there. So August, thank you so much for coming on and bringing your knowledge of this subject to my audience. I can't thank you enough, Amy, for doing this because it, like you said, it's becoming a hot topic. It's so confusing. A lot of people like to think it's not there at all. 
because we can't see it or smell it or touch it, but because you're so perceptive and because you're in the medical field, you get it. And I know that you've, you know, touched on the research and our thyroids. Oh my gosh, they're so important to so many functions in our bodies, right? Almost everything. Um, And so I'm just so happy to be doing this because I kind of caught it early, unfortunately. And like you said, 25 years ago, I picked up a cell phone and realized that I could feel all that energy and then things progressed and I could feel more of the energy because- You know, there's this famous quote by Ule Johansson, who is a wonderful researcher who actually discovered electromagnetic sensitivity syndrome. He discovered it and pegged it like 30 years ago. And he says that there is a quintillion times more wireless EMF than there was even a decade ago. And that's one and 18 zeros. Wow. That's huge. It's huge. And that's why many people are feeling the symptoms. They might not know where these symptoms are coming from because in many ways, they're like other symptoms from other things that that show us that we have an autoimmune dysfunction or that we're just not, our bodies aren't up to the performance level that they should be. You know, things like anxiety, stress, headaches. I get numbness and tingling. I get major headaches around the Wi-Fi. You know, there's also things like insomnia that you think can be associated with a lot of things, but there are thousands of research studies now, peer-reviewed, evidence-based, scientific research that correlate different biological effects to exposure to electromagnetic radiation, which is wireless radiation. So I'm so happy that we get to talk more about it and help people understand, you know, just how incredibly prevalent it is and and understand and cut through the confusion. and. Part of the confusion is, is that EMF can stand for many things. It can stand for the electric fields that just come out of the wall. It can stand for the magnetic fields that happen around appliances and around wiring issues. And then it can also mean wireless radiation. So it's very hard when you first start breaking into it to, to really grasp the different levels of EMF, the different kinds and the different ways that it can affect our bodies. And then, like you said, that blanket, you know, it sounds great. Yeah. Let's block the EMF. And one quick thing about EMF is you can't see it, smell or touch it, but it's like, imagine it like an antenna is like the tip of a cigarette and the smoke is coming. This invisible radiation is coming from the antenna. And as you get further away, it dissipates, meaning it lessens and lessens the further away you get from the source. So if you picture that smoke and that cigarette, and it's coming toward this blanket, where's it going? The blanket isn't absorbing it at all. The only thing a blanket does with its metallic properties, they have these metal threads, is it redirects it. So it pushes it back. And that was expensive too. So <laughs> not an expensive blanket. No, I think I'm the perfect person to be interviewing you right now because I am a baby in this field too. So I am just pretty much like my audience, like my listeners in that I know that I've heard that EMFs affect our health, but because I don't think, I I won't say I haven't been affected because I think we've all been affected. I don't feel like I've been affected. I kind of push it off and I go, well, you know, all of this is just part of life. I got to have my computer. I got to have my cell phone. I got to have, I got to have, I got to have. And 
and not really realizing the long-term chronic effects as well as the short-term effects. So can you talk about, I'm glad you went over where we can find these, and we're going to go deeper into where people can can be exposed in their day-to-day life and then what they can do about it in terms right. of different products. But let's go into the health effects. Okay. What did you right. start to feel? What was your story? What, what were the symptoms that you were having that you could even connect it back to anything having to do with EMFs? Very, it was so simple. I got a cell phone, the first cell phone ever that my husband gave me. I put it in my hands. He said, turn it on. It's already programmed to call your mom. I pushed the button and my daughter discovered a video two years ago of it actually happening because it's a big Christmas present. And I go like this and I go, because it is literally shocking me in my hands. That's really, really clear EMF sensitivity. Yeah. And I have interviewed many people with EMF sensitivity and some people say it feels like a wall coming at them. Some people say the minute that they get near a Wi-Fi, they get like a pulsating, throbbing headache. Other people get rashes. And in fact, a rash is, is very typical of direct EMF sensitivity to wireless radiation and people who, you know, if you get a rash and you're holding your phone and you get a rash here or underneath your Apple watch, people will get rashes. That's very clear for the sensitivity. And so anyway, things moved along. We got Wi-Fi, you know, we had a big office with lots of people in it, everybody using wireless computers and actually they were wired computers, but we had a Wi-Fi for people who wanted to use their phones. And it got to the point where, you know, I just couldn't, I couldn't be around a Wi-Fi. In fact, I had a completely EMF-free home. And one day in our TV room, I started noticing that I got a headache all the time. And so my husband said, come watch a show. And I said, I can't. Every time I go in there, I get a headache. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know if there's something coming from the couch. And he said, oh, shoot, I forgot to tell you. I had to get a Wi-Fi to work with the TV. And that's where we developed our first Wi-Fi kill switch so that if I ever wanted to sit and relax in the TV room and not have to worry about being exposed to Wi-Fi, I would shut the Wi-Fi off. And then I just shut that thing off all the time. (laughs) So yeah, I I would get an instant headache and I still do. That's how I found out that my washing machine had Wi-Fi in it. Yeah. And that's just crazy, right? Because we think about the the obvious, we think about the obvious sources of Wi-Fi, but what the hell is this about appliances and whatnot? Like I said, I want to get to that, but since you're touching on it, your washing machine? Almost all new appliances are smart appliances, meaning that they have a way that you can control them with your phone. And that means that they either have Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. And it turned out that I just, my both my washing machine and dryer broke. I just ordered it on Costco, brought it in, it fit the pedestals that I already had. And I, I didn't even think to look to see if it said smart appliance. And I'm down there doing the laundry and I knew I could feel it because not only was, was I getting the numbness and tingling that I get, but I was also getting a headache. And I thought, what happened? And I went and got a meter because I thought that someone had left a cell phone in like while they were installing, because this happened within three days. And sure enough, my meter showed me high levels of radiation. I was being exposed to two Wi-Fis, one in the washer, one in the dryer. I called the company. They couldn't take it out. They said, oh, you can disconnect it. But sure, I could disconnect my phone from talking to the appliances. And everybody's got to know this. All of your appliances, if they're new, are sending out mini Wi-Fis, which have major exposures. And so I couldn't turn it off the machine. It wanted to keep communicating. So I had to hire someone to open the machine up. I used a meter 
I located exactly, I have this meter with a big arrow on it. So this meter is a directional meter and it can pinpoint. Is that so cool? That's it cool. Can pinpoint the location of an antenna. And I had to use this one because it the little, the little thing was this big, this big. And I had to pull the chip out of the of the motherboard, it was called. And so we disconnected it and the Wi-Fi went away. It was that simple. And so now I need to go to, I've just moved, I'm leasing a home now in Dallas and I, I have to go around to all the various appliances here and open them up and find them. And I'll make videos so that I can share them with people because people love that video of the washing machine and dryer because yeah. now they can do it themselves. Right. Exactly. I love that. Yes. Please yeah. make videos so we can all figure this out. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're kind of in it on our own because our government just isn't protecting us here. Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, no, if anything, they're promoting it. Like just, yeah, here's some more smart appliances and smart yes. TVs and smart everything. So we can know what you're doing at all times. Guess what the, guess what the refrigerator repair guy said? He said exactly that. He said, you have a Wi-Fi in here because it will tell us at the main office if you've left your door open too long. And when you call us and say something isn't working, we'll be able to say, well, it's because you had that door open by mistake for you know 18 hours. And that's what happened here. And now this thing isn't working. And we'll be able to show you how you broke your refrigerator freezer. Wow. <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah. And he said, and eventually it would eliminate his job because it would automatically order the parts and so that the repair person wouldn't have to come out and discover what the problem was. They would already know. And so, I mean, there's good and bad, but for me, I don't want to be exposed because unfortunately, fortunately, I can feel it. And so now I, we have all these research studies that show the health effects, which is what you asked. And so the health effects that we know of for sure are self, our cell calcium channel cells, our little cells are not gating properly. And so that means that they're not being able to do their job on a cellular level and we're developing oxidative stress. We're also finding out that it slows down sperm. And in some cases, Wi-Fi and cell phone energy can actually cause those sperm to stop working at all. And so, of course, we have an effect on infertility, on our, on our endocrine system, on our reproductive system. We've seen studies done by our own government that show brain cancer and heart cancer in rats. And when the government, when they presented it, they said, ah, the problem with this is it was done on rats. Well, good. I'm glad we didn't put a human. Put on humans, yeah. right. Yes. So, so anyway, it's interesting because I, I linked to probably the top 300 studies that I like on my website and I put them in categories. So you can just look at them and you can see some are correlations like that we found out about the thyroid. You know, there are, are a couple of really good studies that show people who use the cell phone a lot and they described a lot as 120 minutes. And I think that all of us can get past that had right. higher levels of TSH than people who didn't use their cell phones as much. And there are two studies, an older study and a new study that talk about that. And then also there are studies on rats. Those were humans. Humans yeah. that reported, hey, this is how much I use. You can tell me more about that TSH. What does that mean exactly that it's higher? So high means you're hypo. So as that TSH goes up, thyroid stimulating hormone, it's your pituitary sending a, a signal to your thyroid gland to produce more thyroid hormone. It's basically like, like yelling at your kid, like, hey, Johnny, 
You're not picking up your toys. And then you get louder and louder and louder as Johnny isn't listening. And then you start to scream. So that's as TSH goes up, the person is becoming more hypothyroid, low thyroid function because the pituitary is trying to stimulate the thyroid. So basically what that study is showing is that exposure to just, and they were even looking at just cell phone use. They're not even taking into account all the other sources that we're going to talk about that just the cell phone use exposure increased TSH, which made the person more hypothyroid. Oh, that's not good. And, And you know what? I do have Hashimoto's. And so I really, and I am careful, fortunately, you know, I'm, I'm, you said you have to use your phone. When I use my phone, it's hardwired. It's hardwired to the internet. And so I can do everything on my phone, even make a phone call through like a signal app or through WhatsApp, you know, you can use those two functions and then you can talk on the phone. And so it, what it does is it plugs the internet into your phone. It's so cool. This is the adapter, right? This plugs into your phone right here. Okay. So where the charger is, this adapter goes into an ethernet cord. Okay. The ethernet cord either plugs into the back of your Wi-Fi, or if you're lucky enough to have ports in your home, ethernet ports, you know, they kind of look like old fashioned phone, phone lines, right, you plug right. the ethernet cord into here and then into the port. And you're using your phone while it's on airplane mode zero radiation. Isn't that cool? That see, this is I knew I was gonna be blown away by this entire conversation because I did not know that you could even do that. I had no idea. Right. I love it. Love it. Love it. Because I then I put my phone on a stand and I use my stylus. So I have no magnetic fields. So that's another type of EMF and I just scroll and it's on a stand and I don't touch it. And the stylus gives me you know, this much distance from the screen, which has that magnetic energy, which has actually some really amazing studies associated with it. One huge one of 500,000 people studied over years that lived under high tension wires and high tension wires, that's magnetic. Mm -hmm. And they found that people who had, that lived under the high tension wires had a two times more likely experience of childhood leukemia in those homes. And then when it up, went up one milligoss up to three and a half, they had a three times larger incidence. And if I turn that phone on and just show you the magnetic, that's only coming off the screen. It's just a function of the lights behind the screen. And right. it happens on your iPad. It happens on your laptop. It happens on any screen. So when you're right up against it, it's high, but you get a few inches away and there's nothing there at all. It dissipates so great. So the thing is, this is why a lot of people tell me, yeah, after I use the phone all day, my hand feels numb or it's tingling. Have, have you ever experienced that? You know what? Uh, you ever last that? Week, my, my hand was hurting, like just aching, hurting, and I could not figure out why. Did you have your phone on airplane or did yeah. you have? No, okay. <laughs> of course not. I'm using it like everybody else is using it. I'm just proud of myself that I bought the wired headphones. I'm so proud of you too. That's step one. Yay, Amy. Yes. So, so many people tell me the same thing. I hear so many stories because we have a lot of visitors to the site. I'm very fortunate. Um, And they write in and they comment and they say that they get carpal tunnel. They get pain underneath when they're in their hands, when they're using their Apple watches. I hear that a lot. 
their children, this is the one that I love, their children all of a sudden are napping once they use the Wi-Fi switch and turn the Wi-Fi off during the day. Mm -hmm. You know, all great news. And then bad news because, of course, like you said, you started hurting. And it could have been from the radiation, which is that wireless radiation. It could have been from the magnetic, which comes from the screen. All of these things are bioactive. They all are affecting our bodies. And we've got amazing research to correlate the EMF to infertility, cancer, you know, headaches, anxiety, insomnia. Like I said, what are the other things that I didn't mention yet uh, as far as health effects? Hormones. Oh my gosh. The whole endocrine system, the whole endocrine system. And it's interesting that they're finding out more and more that it's the function of the man-made energy, obviously, right? It's the man-made EMF. And some of the studies that will say nothing's happening. The reason why is they're only measuring part of the wave. And I don't want to get too technical because, I mean, this took me a long time to, to really absorb and understand, but there are two functions of the wave. The microwave travels on the extremely low frequency, which is magnetic. So they travel together and our bodies are really affected by that magnetic resonance because it's more what we're vibrating at. You know, we're electrical creatures and our bodies have it's their own natural EMF inside. And so this lower one seems to affect it more greatly than even the higher. But the problem is the wireless energy is both and you can't separate it. So it's really something that we all need to know about and be really, really aware of because the studies are just so compelling. They they did a whole study before people got smart meters and they did 350 people in Australia and 300 people here, a retired Colonel Powell did this and they all self-reported symptoms before and after. They didn't even know what they were, what, what the after was going to be. Mm-hmm. And the in, huge increase of exactly what I feel, numbness, tingling, insomnia, heart palpitations, headaches, and anyway, there are eight that correlated with in both countries. And then all, of course, deeper, deeper down the line, like thyroid symptoms. So that was just before and after getting a smart meter. So we know, we know that there's a biological effect and we know that the more we reduce it, the better, because just like the sun is radiation, this is cumulative. The more we're exposed to, it just increases our issues. So by avoiding it, we're just so much safer. And like, you know, you said the hardwired thing, that's, that's a big one. Hardwiring is a big commitment, but not such a big commitment is turning the Wi-Fi off at night, but still you can get great results just by having none of that Wi-Fi exposure in your home, at least while you sleep, at least while right. your body starts to regenerate. Yes, definitely. I got one of those too. I got the, I got the <laughs> off switch for the Wi-Fi. So baby steps. But honestly, I feel like I feel like one of my patients right now. So any of my listeners, if you are Good. overwhelmed, I feel overwhelmed too. So you're not alone. That's why we're going to break this down. Good. All right, Good. August. There's so much that we can do. Yes. Let's let's take it step by step, like baby step me into this protective world, right? Because I don't even know if I have an Ethernet plug in here. I, I really don't. Yeah. So. yeah. so 
You know what I mean? That happening, maybe right. not. But let's. But let's your Wi-Fi, everybody's Wi-Fi. Okay, we'll start little. The yeah. little steps are when you're not using your phone, put it on airplane mode. Okay. That, that way, you know, you can turn it all the way off. That's great too. But airplane mode will stop your EMF radiation. And you know that thing that I told you about the screen giving off the magnetic. If you dim your screen, the dimmer it gets, the less magnetic there is. Two great things, right? All right, that's easy. Okay. I can do that. Okay. Now you're using the phone, you're making a call, speakerphone or the headsets. I love the headsets because they very simply give you tons of space between you and your phone. They do. Please don't use your phone in the car. Your phone works so hard in the car because what's happening is it's connecting with that tower. And then you drive a mile and it has to connect with that tower. And then it has to connect with the next tower. So each time it connects, it spikes and then it's levels and then it spikes as it connects. And so if you're using your phone in your car, please put it as far away from you as possible on that passenger side. Mm -hmm. Use your AirTube headphones and you would not believe the amount of radiation that decreases just in a foot two feet, three feet. It's, okay. it's so important and it's, it's an easy fix, right? That's easy. Yeah. That's easy. Right. The Wi-Fi off, turn it off when you're not using it. At night. So tell me about that little switch, because I have said for so long now, I'm not going to schlep down to the basement <laughs> and unplug the Wi-Fi when I'm dead tired, dragging my ass to bed at night I don't but you. on your website. You have a freaking switch that I can put the remote next to my bed and go, bam, off. It's a remote. It's so simple. My husband decided to do this for me 15 years ago when he surprised me with a Wi-Fi that I didn't know was there. <laughs> Here, honey, when you when we want to watch TV, we'll turn it on. So it goes 100 feet. You hook it up to your Wi-Fi plug and you can be anywhere in the house at any time. Say you just don't want the kids online. You press off. You press on when they can, when you want them online. That's as simple and easy as it gets. And it, I, I want everyone to have one because it's just, oh my gosh, when the Wi-Fi is off in your home, it makes such a difference in your meter. Like these meters measure the amount of radiation in your house. And this will go down dramatically when I turn Wi-Fi off. And when I turn Wi-Fi on, I don't have Wi-Fi here. I am hardwired. That's a commitment that I've made in my life that I just have to have. But if I'm somewhere where someone has a Wi-Fi, I'm so happy to tell them and show them the amazing reduction in energy. And if you do have a Wi-Fi right now, get as far away from it as you can, because they're becoming more and more powerful. The newer Wi-Fis are just like, whoa, so powerful that they probably can reach down the street, which is why when you go look on your Bluetooth for Wi-Fi or on your phone for Wi-Fi, you see all these different options for connections. That means more and more powerful Wi-Fis and people say, ah, then why do I have to turn mine off? Because you're closest to yours. And once you connect to that Wi-Fi, you're getting more radiation because it's finding that Wi-Fi that sends out a little signal and you connect and there's more. So if you can turn off yours, you're so much further ahead. Yes. Okay. That's easy. That's super easy. And I do have a little Faraday bag. I don't know if this is beneficial or not, but just, I put it next to my bed and I slab my phone in it at night. So I'm awesome. Not only am I turning the Wi-Fi off, but I also don't want the LTE. I do not have 5G on my phone. Good. Good. I don't even want the LTE coming in. Right. Yes. 
You don't want anything. No. And the best thing about the Faraday, it's the only thing that blocks the GPS signal. Do you know that that GPS antenna, it it doesn't need any, needs a little teeny bit of, of charge, but it needs so little that it's almost always on, even when your phone is off, that little GPS signal. And so that means somebody can find you all the time, but when you're in the Faraday, it's completely blocked. Right. So that's great. And if you can turn off your, if you can cover your smart meter or I love opting out, which means they come and they take that smart meter away and they put in an old fashioned analog or even a digital meter that doesn't have radiation. So that's a good one. That's okay. pretty easy, right? Okay. Let me see. Another one would be very important. Watch your bars. And that goes for your Wi-Fi on your computer or on your phone and for the cell phone signal. The more bars you have, the less your phone has to push signal out looking to connect. So if you've got a lot of bars, your phone is much safer. And if you've got a lot of strong signal, your computer is safer. So your computer is never really safe, but if you must use it by Wi-Fi and your phone, if you must use them with cell phone or Wi-Fi, just make sure that the signal is strong. If it isn't, get away from that thing. I've seen, I have, okay, I'm going to show you this really quick. This is just, this is showing you wireless radiation and you can see it's going into a yellow zone there. And you see that number? Can you see the number? What does it say? I can't see it. The peak is, well, it keeps jumping. It's 64 and then 30 and then 47, 48. I have seen, and people have told me their smartphones with everything on and low signal will go up to 1.2 million. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so you turn off any function that you're not using. So that, that you saw there, there's no radiation in this house that is coming from, I've got a neighbor 10 feet away that has a security camera. So I'm sure that's where that's coming from. The thing about these LED lights that go from green to red is they're based on this report by the Bow Biology that was done about 12 years ago, and they determine the safest levels for sleeping. So this is very conservative, which is great. I love that. And I love keeping it to a moderate level, which really for most people would be hardly anything because it's hard to reach that level, even going outside because we have so much wireless in the air, but you, many parts of my home are green where I sleep. It's green, meaning it's very, very slight. It's just the way the house is built, which is great. And then you can do things like that blanket would be really great to cover a window, honestly. Okay. Okay. If there was radiation coming from outside. Because you can get curtains, you can get paint, but we're still talking easy things. So we talked about speakerphone. Um, Oh, use any function that you're not using, turn it off. So if you're not using Wi-Fi, turn it off the phone. If you're not using Bluetooth, they all don't have to be on. If you're just waiting for a call, then just leave cell phone on. It's, it's, that's all you need to know that you got a call. I love your Faraday bag. That's my favorite thing. My phone is always in a Faraday. Just okay. because I feel so much safer. I feel it it helps me stay off the grid because, you know, there are other toxins involved. There's addictions and privacy issues, you know, that come with our phones. So that the Faraday really does the job 
of protecting from everything. And if you, if people don't know what that is, it's a bag. It's a bag that surrounds the phone or any device you put in it with metallic material. No signal gets in, no signal gets out. The military yeah. uses it because they, they need sure to do. location and yep. Right. I, I think that's right. how it originated. That could be wrong, but yeah. Yeah. So I think those are really the easiest things to do that any of us could do right now. And they're all really effective. And please watch my videos on phantom airplane mode because many phones now, they think you think that they're turned on to airplane mode, but they're not. And then also it's super important. If you have find my phone, if you use find my phone, Apple has a new thing where they'll keep your battery on even when your phone is completely off, meaning it's as black as can be. It's totally powered off. I mean, I mean, you know, the whole, I'm going to turn my phone off and show you, you know, it's like this. Okay. This is airplane mode and I'm going to hold it so I can turn it off. Phone off, right? Completely off. If I have find my network on find my phone. So you go into find my phone, you go into settings, you go into your iCloud account. It says, find my phone, right? Touch on find my phone. The next setting is find my network or send me last location. Turn both of those off. Otherwise this phone is still on sending out radiation because they have a new thing where there's a backup battery inside. And it's going to allow your phone to access that battery to give you EMF radiation and to make you part of the Apple mesh network so that other people can find their air tags, which by the way, if you have an air tag, keep it away from you. It's a Bluetooth bomb. It's just constantly sending out Bluetooth. And I have a video where we show that too. So if you do use air tags, don't put them on your body because you're just putting a source of Bluetooth on your body and Bluetooth is EMF radiation. So anyway, I'm, I'm going to release a video tonight that shows how much radiation is coming from my phone when it's off. Right. If I have find my network on, it's crazy, Amy, you won't believe it. Oh, this is insane. Okay. Yeah. All right. What about the meters? <laughs> should we all get a me? You pulled up a couple of different meters. Like should that be something that we have. You know, I always, I've said for years, for my very first video 15 years ago, I said, distance is your friend when it comes to EMF, because you know, the further you get away, the more it dissipates. And now I say your best friend is a meter because it shows you where it is. And so there's different meters that we have. Like I showed you the, this one, this is only measuring one thing. I'm going to, I'm going to turn it on and let you hear what it does too. Do you hear that? It's quiet because there's not a lot of EMF here, but this one. This one gives you a sound signature and Wi-Fi sounds different than Bluetooth. Bluetooth sounds different than cell. So that's kind of fun. And it gives you the digital reading that you saw. Okay. And so this is the the pricey one. This is, I think, $375 and it's about to go up in price again. But I love this because it gives me a digital readout and I can compare the numbers and I can make sure I'm going down as far as possible. Then there's also this meter, which is fun because it shows you magnetic energy. The one that I told you about that comes off the screen. It shows you electric energy that comes from your outlets. It shows you dirty electricity by comparing the magnetic and the electric weighted to non-weighted, which is pretty advanced stuff that we don't need to worry about. And this shows the radio frequency, which is the wireless. Now it's not as 
completely, totally dialed in accurate is this one for RF, but it gives you the other things and it shows you that there's a presence of radio frequency. It's not quite as easy to read, but if you had to have one meter and you and you were concerned about all the different types of EMF, like making sure your bed didn't have a lot of electric or magnetic energy behind it, you would get this kind of meter. This is okay. called a tri-field. So, and what's the I, price point on that one? I think it's one sixty-nine. Okay, so and that's way doable for everybody. Yeah, and there's a little mini one that of this that's one hundred and sixty-nine too, and it doesn't have the numbers, but it has the LEDs. So it shows you here in the green zone, the orange zone, the red zone, the red blinking zone, which means get away. If you're in red blinking, you're at that million, you know, you're at a really dangerous level. So those I would get for me when I travel, since I'm so much more sensitive to the radio frequencies and they're often hidden. And I know that I can also, that I also want to avoid the electric, which comes, I always unplug everything behind the bed. I always move the bed away if I can in a hotel room. If I can't, I push my body down to the middle of the mattress so that okay. I'm far away from the electrical currents. Okay. That's what I do when I travel. I also think that you could get one of these for the neighborhood, really. And once you find in your own home, the, the problem spots, give it to the neighbor and let them find the problem spots as well and get the one that shows all the different kinds of EMF and then get the little one that's very accurate, certified, and can go all the way up and measure two and a half million, which is super high. Get one of those and then you'll always have it in your purse or your pocket. That's I like to have it with me all the time. And it helps me choose where I want to sit at dinner. I know, I know it's really, it's, or in a conference room, you know, what area I want to be in, where I'm exposed to the least amount of this energy. If I'm going to be sitting in a certain place all day, for me, it's just a godsend. It really, it's helped me so much to just avoid it before I'm exposed. That is amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> I was going to ask you about travel because there's only so much that you can do when you have to stay in a hotel, which is bombarded yes. with Wi-Fi and you know, yes. Wi-Fi all through the hotel and everything. So yes. you do what you can. And then what about clothing? And what about, <laughs> so we talked about the blanket that is useless. So what about the clothing and the sheets and the blankets and the, you hear about people ferreting their entire bedroom and what about all of that? Or is it just better to just have the distance and hardwire? You know, I mean, it actually, you actually can do things like where you said you're surrounded, you know, with the material there. I travel with an EMF canopy and when I'm in a, in an air and sometimes I don't need it, but sometimes I do. Okay. And then I set up this canopy with wood dowels, just, just a makeshift kind of thing. But it's also the canopy that you can hang from the ceiling at home. And when you're inside that Faraday and you have the mat that I put under the mattress, but it's meant to go under the, on the floor. So okay. you are completely sealed off from anybody's EMF radiation coming from anywhere, anywhere. You're inside you're closed in and it's kind of like, you know, that very romantic mosquito netting yeah. that you see. It, it looks like that. And it okay. feels, it feels like that when you're in it. So it's not bad. It's actually, it actually feels kind of dreamy. So when I need to, I'm in that situation and that blocks. And the reason that it's different than the blanket is because it's sealed completely. 
And the problem with the blanket is you're on the other side of the blanket. Parts of your body are on the other side of the blanket. Same clothes. Parts of your body are exposed. So I also have a video where I just very simply show what I've always been feeling. And most people with sensitivity will describe what I describe, where you start feeling worse with clothes. Some people love them. But the fact of the matter is the physics remain the physics, which is that when any radiation comes to those clothes or that blanket, it needs to go somewhere and it isn't absorbed. It's deflected or reflected. And so in the clothing demonstration, I just put the meter, you know, six feet away and I hold up the clothing and sure enough, that meter starts going crazy. Meaning if you were in front of me, six feet in front of me, you'd be exposed to more than you would be if I didn't have that clothing on. So you need to consider those around you. But if you are just trying to protect your sperm count, you know, and you wear the underwear, yes, Mm -hmm. you are probably protecting it. But we still don't know. We're not sure if that radiation is absorbed in your hand and your arm, and then it affects your sperm. You know, we're not really sure because we don't just take out, you know, the sperm and and subject it when we're looking at, and they've seen this in rats and in humans, they just measure sperm levels and they get them under a microscope and see what happens. So, so, you know, you're not sure how, how the body absorbed it. And if you know that you're wearing a t-shirt and you're increasing it to your thyroid, to me, it's just not worth it. You know, protecting your heart to expose your thyroid or your brain. And a lot of people are into the caps and the caps. Absolutely. You're protecting your head for sure. But you just always have to think about, well, what's around the area that I'm protecting? Because whatever's around that area where the clothing stops and your skin begins will have greater exposure. Will it have greater exposure all the time? No, it, EMF is not predictable. It it comes from different places. It reflects in different ways. So you're never sure where the hot spot's going to be. You're never sure how much is getting reflected or to where it's getting reflected, but you know that there's that possibility of it happening. So for me, it's just not a safe choice. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm glad you broke that down too. Yeah. So you have all the products that we've talked about, you have on your store on tech. Yeah. I have that canopy and you can get it in any size and I have the floor mat. I have what's worked for me because going through the years, you know, I bought all the chips. I bought the shields. In fact, do you know that the re the way that I found out not to put a shield on top of my phone was because I bought one and I thought, oh, this is great. You know, I'm going to love this. And instead, that thing in my hand was just like a bomb exploding. It was just like so incredibly painful. And I thought, okay, what's going on? And then of course I figured it out and I did a little video on it. And in 2019, research came out by Demetrius Panagopoulos where he really, he's a research scientist and an amazing, I mean, he's, he's a really a physicist. He, he can talk about all the way that EMF affects the body and why. And anyway, so he broke it down. He said, Hey, look, here's what's happening. It's not being absorbed. It's being reflected. And he has all the, the calculations of, you know, how it happens. And so that I I've always published that paper in any of the studies or any of the demonstrations that I do showing clothing, shields, laptop covers, same thing. You put that laptop shield on your lap. Oh, that's another one. 
please, for the easy ones, don't put that laptop on your lap. That's an easy fix. Just put it on, put it where it's not touching your body or at least the important parts of your body. So those laptop shields, you know, you put them underneath the computer and you are covering whatever's directly underneath that laptop shield. And most people, when they, they do it, they look at it and they're like, oh shoot, I'm covering my thighs. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> thighs are protected. Okay. Yeah. And then what's right next to it? Oh, all of my important organs okay. are probably yeah. being exposed to more. And I have a couple of videos that just, I just roll the camera, use it and everyone can see for themselves. And you can also get your own meter and do the experiment yourself and you can just see what happens. But I do. Yeah. I have these all on tech wellness, all of the, the things that work, which are helping you get space, helping you wire up using a Faraday bag or sleeping in a Faraday canopy, all the things that really will protect you, keep you safer, expose you to less yep. and make you feel better. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm with you there. And listen, I know you're going to feel a little bit awkward with the plugged in headset, but you, because you, you are, because I wore it to the gym and I'm like, I'm the only one here that's <laughs> plugged in like 1995, right? But we're, we're going to roll with it. I might even get like, no, I can't get the little, eye, well, unless it's a Faraday iPhone yes. thing, like yeah. put the phone in my arm. So I'm not shoving it into my pants, which is even worse. <laughs> even worse. You put it up on the machine, right? That's what I do. Yep. Put it on the machine. Another thing you can download, you can download your music, download a podcast and then turn it on airplane. I forgot that we can actually download too. Yeah. And then, that. yeah, it's great. It's so, and, and, but, but then you still can't wear the AirPods though, because the AirPods right. need the phone to be on Bluetooth. And Amy, you're so cool. I'm sure everyone's going to want to be like you. So they're all going to wear, they're going to come up to you and go, those are such cool headsets. Where do I get them? <laughs> you're so cool. And they're cute. And right. <laughs> Trendsetter. Oh, oh I think, Yeah. Crazy, amazing, crazy, amazing. I mean, we're going to have the link to and a discount code to absolutely the store in the show notes for sure. Everything that we talked about today. But then, what else do you do with people? Do you kind of guide them? Like, can they work with you to? Oh, sure. I offer consultations. Absolutely. Had a consultation this morning uh, with a woman that was concerned about her security system. And so we walked through it and we saw that she should be concerned because every single camera, every single sensor in her home was just bathing her in electromagnetic fields. And she wasn't sure, but she thought, you know, this could be happening. And so sure enough. And so we figured out what to do. We have a wired security system and a really good audio visual company can still give you a completely hardwired security system. It's how it used to be. Yeah. No, and and I would imagine that really important corporations still have wired security systems sure. because they can't be broken into. You know, they are just so much more secure. So it's you're worth it. Your home is worth it if you want to have a security system hardwired. All of our cameras here are hardwired. So yes, I do consultations and we talk about specific things we can do. Someone else on Friday had a problem where they had the circuit box in their son's bedroom. And so 
We yeah. went through all the different things that I know that you can do. There's wiring, ways to wire it. I showed her pictures of how to get an electrician over to hardwire it, or not hardwire it, but to wire it properly so it wouldn't have that dirty electricity coming from it. There's also a uh, material that you can use. You can pull that circuit box out and then coat the back of it with this material. And then in the end, she said, you know what? This is just too hard. I'm going to move them to another bedroom. <laughs> so that's an, okay. that's an option, right? That's good. Yeah. So as long as she had the space, she had several bedrooms and just was wondering what was happening. And so we saw what was happening and it just wasn't good. So yes, I love to talk to people like this, like you. If you have any other questions, call me, Amy. I will. I will definitely <laughs> put your information in the show notes too. So people can contact you who are right. in a state of overwhelm with this information. Yes. We, I mean, you did a beautiful job of breaking it down and really simplifying it because it it, it simplified it for me in this interview. So Thank you. I'm sure it's simplified it for many, many of the listeners. And then if they want to take it to the next level, just to work with you and really break down what they need for their individual needs in their individual space. I'd love that. Thank you so much. Tech wellness, techwellness.com. We have a consultation drop down or any of the products and we have, we have over 200 articles about all the different tech toxins, I like to call them the blue light, which is another yep. issue for melatonin. And, and like I said, things you can do to protect your privacy and things you can do to avoid becoming addicted, which is so important for our kids. And we, I actually talked a little bit about that on the consultation this morning. So anyway, lots to talk about. Lots of things back on because we didn't get into all of that, into the blue light, into how that affects our sleep and melatonin, into the addictive part. So we'll have you back on and we'll have you back on after I incorporate more into my life and my world. And then we'll kind of break that down for the listeners too. I would love that. And I would love to see how you feel and what you do. And and, and just to be so real about it, like I don't want to be wearing these in the gym. (laughs) Right, exactly. Okay. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. Thank you too. Ciao. Be well. You too.